Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Backstage with the Simple Church. We have special guest Pastor Jesslyn Hagler back to talk about Easter and quite a lot of topics, actually. We get into it. The weight loss competition here at the staff, what's going on, what's happening with the future of the Simple Church, and a bunch of other stuff in between. Him and Scott get going. It is very entertaining. You're going to be glad you tuned in today. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. If it's on a podcast, on YouTube, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We also want you to leave us a review. Give it a like on YouTube. Go and give us a five-star review. That just helps people to find it and get more access to Backstage with the Simple Church. Enjoy this episode. That's what I was waiting for. Yeah, see, he, yeah. Evan was pointing at you, but no. Yes. No, 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 no. No, because Definitely. we got issues we got to work through, Scott. Apparently. That's the podcast today. We're glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in to the Issues backstage. we've got to work through. <laughs> There's a lot of issues. There's a lot of things we're all working through. Oh, and I'm true. back in the room again. I'm very thankful mm. to be back. It was fun <laughs> when we started this back in the day. but back now in the room again. Sorry. Yeah. I, I appreciate being a guest. Every episode at home in quarantine, hearing yeah. y'all do your COVID updates. It was the only thing we had to do. That's right. COVID-19 update. <laughs> hey, well, oh, we forgot to move. Oh, there it is. COVID-19. <laughs> See? BBC Four. <laughs> See? That's old school. That's fun. But now, let's shall we update the <laughs> podcast community? Yes. On the weight loss challenge. Because this is where we started. Yes. We walked in, and I would like for you to please note. It's on video. So this is a, a large. Diet Coke. Yeah. And isn't it interesting? Like that we drink diet drinks, but yet sometimes, somehow, some way, I don't lose a lot of weight drinking those. <laughs> well, I, actually, I don't know. I haven't looked up into that. No, no, I'm not getting into all this. I mean, this is calorie-free. Which they do say, though, that people who generally drink diet drinks or eat diet things, the reason why they don't gain weight is because they overdo it on other things because they think they're getting away with it. So if oh, I drink I like a, that. Yeah. yeah, like if I drink a diet so Coke, like what did then you I can eat, eat the whole with thing. That? Like uh, that would be, I get the same thing at Whataburger when I go I, there I like for breakfast. Whataburger. 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 It is the breakfast is that like on a bun the German, sausage. Is that the German form? Yeah. The Whataburger. Whataburger. <laughs> I like the Watsa burgers. <laughs> but anyway, you get what? Breakfast on a bun sausage with a large diet Coke. No hash browns. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. See, yeah, and I was six dollars and nine cents. Good night. For a breakfast. I know. It's ridiculous. I mean, swing by McDonald's and for two bucks, son, you can get you a sausage biscuit and a large Coke. Yeah, That's how I gained about seven to <laughs> ten pounds, by the way. And it was it's so convenient. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It's just the flavor. <laughs> Right now, I just ate cardboard before I came in here, and that's why I'm <laughs> he aggravated. Said the flavor. <laughs> I had a granola bar, and you're unhappy. Oh about my it. gosh, who? I mean, of all the things in the world, this is when I get to heaven. I got some issues. I'm gonna get to God and go like, why does what tastes good have to be so bad for you? And why is what is good for you taste like eating dirt, grass, or cardboard? I, I don't know. It's a great question. I mean, that don't make sense to me. So I'm a little angry this morning. I come in, and as, yes. I'm, as I'm driving in, I'm gnawing on a piece of dirt and a and a some kind of fruit drink that I wanted a Coke some and kind a sausage, of sausage biscuit. biscuit. What was the fruit drink? I don't. One of them shake up, you know, Ooh. caffeine drinks or whatever. Because I gotta have caffeine. You talking about addicts? 
Somebody may be on crack cocaine, but this dude right here is on caffeine. If I don't have caffeine, I can't function. I have a 35-pack of Coke Zero in my fridge in my a house. A 35-pack? That'll last number. me. That'll ma- last me maybe. It's from Sam's. It'll last me maybe four days. So that's about eight a day. Yep. <laughs> that's a little excessive. Eight a day? Maybe, yeah. If not more. Well, we're going to get into if really why, anything... we're, why we're here, but this is very important stuff because all of that is to intro. We had a weight loss challenge. Yes. We weighed in this past week. We yes. Did. And Scott. <laughs> I gained. Oh, hold on. <laughs> this is why, uh, yeah, Jordan needs a mic. Because, I mean, yeah, I hear him over there laughing. You gained weight? I did. I gained five pounds. At the weight loss challenge? I did. I did. Gained five pounds. It was nine weeks. Yeah, nine weeks. And you're the only one that gained weight, I think. Yes. Yeah, that is true. And in the past, that was not true. Usually, I mean, you used to could do well. Yeah, well, here's what happened. (laughs) This is is not an excuse. No capitalism. Yeah, the snow apocalypse happened. And the story that I like to tell, which everyone here knows so well, is that uh, I got some Oreos. This was my downfall. I got the thin. Every man's got a downfall. Yeah, the thin vanilla. They're amazing. <laughs> Your mistress, little Debbie. <laughs> yep, I, yeah, I picked up. I understand. I picked up I the the uh, the package at four. The package, like it's a drug deal. <laughs> you <laughs> I picked went up to the, the store. The package of Oreos. Yeah, at yeah. Four? I went to the okay. store. Got to the got got home around four o'clock. Got this a hit. The, you said by, it was thin. The, the thin. thin. The thin. Well, that's like vanilla. That's half an by half six one. o'clock, that whole thing was gone. Two hours. Go, he said, go on. Because <laughs> every time I was cleaning my house, because, I mean, what else do you got to do? Because I had to walk to the store. So oh, at least I walked to the store. Goodness. Yeah. That's some exercise. Yeah. So, That's like two Oreos you burned yeah, off. <laughs> yeah. But so every time when I'm cleaning my house, every time I went through the kitchen, I just grab a couple. And then I went and I grabbed, and I was like, wait, there, there are no more. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, there's no, I'm, I'm not hating. And then after that, it just went downhill. I just gave up. You just threw in the towel. Uh, yeah, I did. Well, but we got to brag on Evan. Yeah, Evan did fantastic. Third place, though. Well, that's Still the first is. loser. How that's much did you lose? Second loser. I lost 14 and a half pounds. <laughs> that's, not, that's nothing no, to right. shake your head Anytime at? you can lose weight, that's a win. Healthier. Exactly. But John Hagler was in it to win it. But he, he, and he almost <laughs> cut, Let's cut this. And, he's a cheater. And he almost died. Yes. Twice he's, now. He's a cheater. <laughs> When you decide that number one, the only way you're gonna win, because let's let's keep this real. Number real one, talk. he ate jalapenos on a Ritz cracker just to go digestively purge himself. Yes, to lose weight, and he confessed that he did not drink any liquids for like what did he say? How many twenty four hours? hours right? No, he stopped. So he stopped eating Saturday night. His last meal was All for Saturday $500 lunch. in bragging yeah. rights. That's right. And then his last drink was noon on Sunday. He dehydrated himself. I mean, that's what I'm saying is, is that's extreme. Because he He's went, and he, yeah, because he went and looked at how wrestlers lose weight. And so that's what he did. And he, apparently, according to him, not to be too graphic, but jalapenos get things moving. Yes, that's him. what I'm saying. Digestively yeah. purging yes. himself. Right. Yeah, so the I rules mean, committee did not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no. On that. There, well, <laughs> but, but hold on, let's let's go to the past with him because if you remember, 
he was doing this diet shake that was making his blood pressure go. Yeah, he up. Was, it was called the shredder. Yeah, which you Smoking. know they, he lost they, they, almost thirty pounds. He lost thirty pounds, but then almost his heart exploded. Yeah, yeah his doctor said, Trade "Hey, off. he don't was going to be that. skinny in the casket." Yeah. But hey, that's a win. Yeah, that's but to see, some. like me, that's why I'm not going to get a casket. Well, Creamy. We, we already know what the deal is. <laughs> what if we we won't go into that? That's oh, just no. a little morbid. You going ahead? <laughs> No, I'm going back to congratulations. Thank Evan. you. Appreciate that. I felt good it about is. it. We you look out. fantastic. Thanks. Mallory, Your wife won. Mallory she won. Did the won the women's side. division. Yeah. She's excited putting that money in backyard decoration stuff. She's already got a plan. Oh, backyard a, decoration. She wants to do shade. So we've been looking at like these triangle sun I shades. You were getting a pergola. She, I don't know if we can afford pergola. We're oh, looking. If somebody's out there a pergola builder, let us know because they're expensive. Yeah, they're well, right now, wood's Lumber. through the roof. Right. You don't want to do that right now. That's, I wouldn't. They know. say it's not COVID related. Yeah, it is COVID related. Everything's COVID related. Well, but it's supply, demand, the interest rates. There's a lot of reasons they think the mm. wood's so expensive. A lot going on. A lot of people build them. But anyway, you won. I did not only win. In, no, you won only in that you lost 14 pounds. You won for your health, That's Evan. Right. Feel better. Feel good. Been to the gym with Blake and Caleb. Yeah, they said that you're kind of. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. They're kind of throwing you under the bus on that. Oh, okay, bit. all right. Yeah. There they're go. just saying that you're not as uh, well. They're young, Evan. They're like skinny. They're like little rail. And kids. they're trying to muscle up and gain weight. Yeah, I'm trying to do like I do the elliptical because I want to get yeah, my heart rate be yeah, cardio. You, you need to go with old. And they're skipping that. Yeah. Like, we're just gonna go start over here. Yeah, yeah. Well, they want to go. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's is right. like it's an age thing. It's I mean, they're like skinny. They're nothing to them. Blake won the weight gain. Yes. Yeah. Nine. He gained nine pounds. Which is impressive. By eating. <laughs> and doesn't look like he's gaining no. a pound. He had to eat a couple sleeves of Oreos. But I yeah. want to just say that I asked for a percentage of the winnings of off of him because he ate out of my cabinet. <laughs> I go in there and they're, every night they're just killing stuff. Oh, we got any of this? I'm like, where do you live, man? You got another mouth to feed. Yeah, man. like, yeah. I mean, what is this all about? <laughs> I mean, good. I told him, I said, I want some money on my counter. Because you have eaten for nine weeks out of my cabinet. And the snowpocalypse, he lived at my house because he couldn't get <laughs> home. Because there was nine inches of snow on his car, and he has a little Mitsubishi. He couldn't drive it out of the driveway. I think that's fair. But he didn't. You think I got any money? I don't think you're going to. I think no, you're but I guarantee you, I will get some money, or I'll get some hide <laughs> off of him. One of the two. Wow. Is that hide. pretty tough? No, I, not it, from you. I mean, it's just a big talk. I've known it's you a, a big, long time. It's a big talker, though. It's just a yeah. big talk. Well, lucky for him. All right. Lucky for him what? <laughs> I don't even it know is what big talk. <laughs> it's not always big talk when it comes to me. No, because you deserve a, <laughs> a <laughs> lot. Got a good laugh out of Jordan, too. Yeah, no, because you are an easy target, Scott. <laughs> that is true. Good night. We won't even get into that. We don't have time to get into all that tonight. But let's move on. All right, we're getting back into this is backstage with Simple Church. We're talking Easter, Justin. Oh man, what's it's Easter coming? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh totally my kidding. lord, I'm kidding. I know you are, kinda. <laughs> Knowing you, kinda. We got a lot to talk about. Though. We do. We, we had yes. a, we had a lot Facebook Live last night for an hour. Evan. We did. Had oh, a bunch yeah. of people tune in and watch. Yeah, I mean people are watching. They're kind of wanting to know what's questions. going on, asking yep. questions. So we're gonna kind of. Uh, in another format, our podcast format, backstage, keep it real and talk about 
different things that they might need to know. Because most of these listeners, I think, are probably people that are in, they're committed, they've been around Simple Church, they want to hear us talk and be silly for a bit. Yeah, you would think so. So what are some stuff we can tell them just about what's coming up that they might not know, or what's the backstage look at, why we're going back first, because we've been not meeting for about a year? Well, first off, I just want to say, Scott gained weight at the weight challenge. (laughs) That's the first. Let's reiterate that. (laughs) Once again, five pounds. (laughs) I really, I just in my mind, I'm going to get to Easter in a minute, but all I can think about at Easter is like Reese's peanut butter eggs. Mm. If you want to know backstage with Simple Church, if you provide Reese's peanut butter eggs, it's pretty much heaven. So confession time. I I have one in my freezer. That's the way to, no, that's the way to go. But it's been there since last year. It's going to be good as gold. And I ate it last night. Last year? It had been in there a year. Oh, yeah, that's no problem. When you freeze (laughs) something like that, no, that's no problem. And it was delicious. Yes, that's what I'm just telling you. Those are good. So, back to not meeting. Why we were not meeting. In person, because we were never closed. That's true. Yeah, well, I joked because somebody said last night, I will not throw them under the bus in the podcast, but somebody on Facebook Live was like, what are we what are we doing? I'm like, it's only been a year of giving you content and sermons and messages that they don't even really know what's going on. That's always encouraging, you know, when somebody that you love and care about and they're like, Oh, I haven't even paid attention to anything. So we're thankful that that content is available. So if you want to catch up, you can go catch up. But we have been putting out content. But we haven't meeting at Municipal. We're meeting now. If you want to come on down to Municipal all the way up till Easter, we're trying to get people back in the building and get them back in the flow of what's happening. But I understand. I think, real quick, what has happened, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, people just change their habits, and they're trying to figure that out. And that's why we're taking the month of March to kind of go, hey, man, start working your way back. And if you can, if you're ready to, if it's if you're able to do that. Because I realize some people are still a little nervous, some people are a little scared, some people, you know, trying to figure all that stuff out. But we're trying to put stuff in place uh, that still keeps people safe, knowing that there are people that are nervous about that. But if you're not nervous about it, it doesn't complicate your life a whole lot. You can wear a mask coming in and going out, but when you're sitting down, take it off. You know, you're still going to have your donuts, you're going to have your drinks, the message is the same, and all the stuff, the, all the product is going to be the same when we get from Easter and moving on. But it's just trying to get them back in that habit. But I don't know, and there's a lot of debate with y'all and us as a staff of what people are going to do or what it will take to get people back into the flow of attending church. Now, I've been listening to a lot of people, too, experts, and they're saying that it's just taking people a long time. They're just trying to figure that out. I don't think that's truly it. I think they're going, man, I got stayed at home, and this is hard to get back. <laughs> Go to the lake, yeah. Oh, they Ooh. mowed the grass, or they did whatever. I mean, and I get it. That's why yeah. you can watch online, and that's good. And that's to me, I think that's a beautiful thing moving forward. We're not looking for you to say, hey, man, I 100% can't miss. I'm never going to be able to, you know, do what I wanted to do or some things that I need to do. We're going, no, look, but can you on Easter and can you on special events and as a volunteer give us a couple of weeks a month or whatever week you can do because there are people that do want to meet and we have to have people to volunteer to make that happen. And we realize that we're just trying to get people back in the flow of what's going on, which is not easy. You know, I think everybody's kind of working through that, including us, yeah. truthfully. Like right oh, now, yeah. they're, they're we're getting to do a podcast, but everybody else is 
unloading the semis of equipment to get yeah. it ready for Easter. I think I'd rather be in here doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's why you said. wanted to go say 930. Yeah. Evan was like, let's shoot for 930 on Thursday. Why, Evan? Oh, yeah, that's right. Everybody's unloading the truck. Uh, yeah, that now, predated that. Yeah, I'm, now, I'm wait a minute. In Evan's I, defense, yeah, we didn't know we were going to be doing that till this week. Yeah, it's a, that's a joke, guys. I know y'all are hard workers, and there's nothing y'all We'll go straight do. from here to go help. Yes. That's right. Yeah, I, I got a truck to drive. <laughs> that's I'm going to work on the message still. <laughs> you I'm trying to get a week yeah. uh, weeks ahead. So I'm actually, for the first time in 13 years, maybe my life, mm. I'm probably three weeks ahead. Wow. Well, there's a funny backstage story pre-COVID, if you want to talk about it. What was that? That you were trying to be better about that in 2019 going into 2020, yeah, and, and you didn't. planned the most ahead you'd ever been. <laughs> and none of it. And it all got thrown out the window. I remember that now. <laughs> the only reason it works right now, because I wouldn't say this is a new habit, although the reason it works now is... As we're explaining what makes the Simple Church different, those are messages that I have done before. That I, I mean, it's very pat. I mean, updated. What, what yeah. makes us different yeah. is not changed in 14 years. So I just updating it, so I can kind of get them in place. But then also, like Easter, the only reason I'm really ready for Easter is it was kind of planned last year. <laughs> we're doing the same. I changed last year Easter's message, and I'm doing the one that I had for last year. Kind of put this year with some twist and updating. But all of that to say. The goal is is to give you encouragement or challenge or motivation through God's word to be different. And so that's not always easy when you're in the process of like we are because we try to do it by culture too. So things that are in culture or that relate to culture. So unlike, you know, uh, what I grew up in, it was expository. So you could just pick a passage of scripture and, It's going to be know. the same books of the yeah, Bible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's, I mean, and that's not a bad way. I'm sure. just saying that for us, that's not the method we choose to use because we're going, how does this relate to what's going on and how do we make all this work? Well, it's been pretty wild. I got a new series coming up after Easter. I'm working on already too. This is breaking news. Yeah, well, it's, it's mm. kind of like, and this goes back to, I was telling y'all about a book that I'm reading as we're coming in and kind of working through all this, but um, which this is why you tune into this. We'll get into, you know Can't we're hear meeting. This anywhere else. No, I mean you know you're meeting. We know we need you back. Come on, get on back and why we didn't But like the next series that I'm working on, I don't know if the title's right, but it's uh Kingdom Come is the name of the mm-hmm. it's in my mind and my whole point of that being is what kingdom are we fighting for? And it appears, even like in COVID, there is this battle for what you or I think is right. But we don't always include Jesus or his kingdom in that fight. <laughs> so the the idea is is to kind of think through it and go like, wait a second, now what am I doing? Like why am I sorry, why am I fighting for this? Or why am I trying to make this my thing? Whatever that might be, while I'm kind of working through some of those details, which, you know, will be a little controversial. But I mean, but hey, we're different. Let's try to stir it up a little yeah. bit. And, and it's a it's a genuine good question to ask. In my opinion, is I'm still working on putting his kingdom first, and I'm really not good at it. <laughs> so I'm trying to go like, how do you do that better, and what does that look like to work through it? And most of the Christians that I talk to, um, they struggle with it too. You'll hear them talk uh, America before they even talk Christianity, before they talk Jesus. Now, they'll kind of mix them sometimes, but sometimes those things don't line up uh, because, and you go, how could that be? Uh, well, we could give you a lot of illustrations, but wait for the series. 
But it's ruffles some feathers. Well, yeah. because but it's it's I mean that's kind of what Jesus he was here to do. He kind of ruffled feathers. I don't know if you've read it. He's, <laughs> he's a fellow. That, he's a fellow that walked around ruffling feathers. Tell me some more. Yeah, uh, but I kind of am walking through the same thing of going. I'm not trying to do it to ruffle feathers. I'm really trying to do it to work through where I am and where we should be. Um, and hopefully it'll encourage and go, wow, that's that's a challenge. I need to work on that, right? Because here's the other thing. If the churches have reduced in size, which most say they have, and you have the group that's back, they're probably really trying to figure it out because they're that committed that because some of the fringe may have said, well, I don't it's know. It's going to be I'm more gonna... difficult than ever. Yeah, so it's like, and as they're kind of working through that, but maybe it will help us to really be different, like really be different. And that's the – somebody was kind of joking about the series. They're like, well, isn't that uh, – I got an uh, email. I'll read that to you now since you're uh, – That's backstage. Mm. Yeah, well, this – and it's a the great – backstage of the It's backstage. a great uh, reminder of this is someone new to the church. Um, they're African-American. Um, and she just comes on. She says, hey, I'll try not to make this – take too long, but man, the sermon Sunday was a mic dropper. Well, this is the first week of different is what she heard. Well, and it was where we were coming up with the Easter plan. Like, hey, we're going to tell you to wear a mask coming in and out where most churches aren't. Uh, we're going to tell you we are going to be social distance. We're going to kind of keep you safe in that way. We're going to clean extra. We're going to ask you to get a ticket, you know, because we just want to make sure that the rooms are the right size and the people aren't overcrowded. And well, she's going... Wow. So she goes on. It was mic dropper. We stayed for the volunteer meeting just to hear more. It's so refreshing to us at this moment. As we shared with you, when some months ago we found the Simple Church in the midst of battling some church decisions and positions during the pandemic and within the recent political and social climate, we were broken to say the least. So mind, mind you, we have comfortably worshipped in diverse and not-so-diverse settings in our past. But for the first time in our life, at that point when everything that was going on, we felt isolated like outsiders within our own faith in church. So one night during a storm, no pun intended, I was scrolling through Facebook and saw one of your sermons because they didn't go to church and wasn't paying attention, didn't know who we were. It spoke to uh, everything that, I that was concerning us, me and my family. It gave us hope as a family. And the sermons, in words, and in actions, they just keep coming. We're being challenged, yet charged. We appreciate the difference after all. Aren't we supposed to be a peculiar people anyway? I just want to thank you for being bold, courageous, and preaching in this season and out of season. And it really is making a difference in all of us. So I'm going, okay, that, let's go back to racial issues. Most people don't want to talk about it. Most churches did not talk about it. We brought in podcasts to talk about it. We brought in guests to talk about it. We worked to diversify the stage and working through getting different singers in, singers on the stage, musicians playing in, and truthfully, all we did was benefit from that. Absolutely. The relationships 100%. were better. I mean... And I'm going, thank God we didn't just stick our head in the sand and go, oh, we hear what's going on in America. Oh, but uh, it'd be all right. We don't need it to do anything. And England. The Megan and yeah, Harry interview. And I'm going, week. that's yeah. going this, this week. So, but the, that the church would remain silent on that issue? 
that we would ignore it or twist it to fit what we want? Dude, that is some jacked up stuff, man. And in my time, I mean, all I can do is what I can do as the simple church pastor and leader in this community with my family, with my friends. And it's a big deal to me. The pandemic. To twist or to turn things around to fit what I want, because ain't no, like to think that we just love masks is stupid. <laughs> to think that we love social distancing and that we love, that's stupid. It, it's, it, no, none of us like it, but I'm not going to twist it or ignore it to make it easier on me. I would rather be trying to think of my black brother or sister first because I'm not, and I haven't, and I need to be better at that, or to think of someone who's in the medical field or someone that has um, lost someone to COVID. I would rather think of them first than to just go, oh, it's a bunch of bull. It's not tr-. How insensitive and how unchristlike could we be? So for me, it's it, people focus on the wrong thing, in my opinion. So when you're going like, well, they're just doing that because of A, B, or C. You don't know us very well because the truth is, for example, they're just, they're just doing that. I don't I don't know if they think we're doing that because they think we're, uh, we're a particular, you know, political party, or they think we have some other agenda because that's what they say about other people. Well, dude, I've been here my whole life. It's the same dude that was 14 years ago that you loved. And you thought, man, I love him because he's going to be different. Now, all of a sudden, if it don't line up with exactly what you thought or your political belief or your, you know, pandemic belief or racial belief, then all of a sudden now, I, I don't I don't care. I would much rather try my best to be as Christ-like as possible, knowing that I mess up way more than I get it right. I would much rather be on that side of it and knowing that, like, this family is going, man, thank you. And we hadn't even done that good. So when I look back, that's why I'm like, Kingdom Come. And why I'm thinking of that series already and even like this week's message coming up. You're talking about different. This, this, this week, if she thought last week's message is going to be something, this week's liable. Her little, get the mop ready. Her mind's liable to explode in this one because <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, the way we've done church for 14 years is direct opposite in many ways of the way church has been done. In all kinds of regards. So it's only speaking from personal experience. I grew up, clothes were a big deal. You had to wear a certain thing. Your best for God. Your Easter was, oh, it was a big thing. My mom, who didn't have any money, used her credit card to go to Monkey Wards. That's what we called it back then, (laughs) Montgomery Wards. You know, J.C. Penney, and use credit so that we could have on a clip-on tie so we would fit in with the culture because that was what the expectation was. I'm like, what were we doing? But we did it. And it's still the same. We're more concerned about getting an outfit and looking right than we are about solving a problem in the middle of a pandemic. I I mean, so I go, we've been working on this. Like, dude, we don't care what you wear as long as you wear something. Can I get an amen, Scott? (laughs) Amen. Because that's true. We have seen a bikini at one point in the Simple Church. I've seen several. No, you have not. That's a not lot. on a Sunday morning. Splash Kingdom. I, Splash I Kingdom. have on a Sunday. On a Sunday? I've That's never seen one on a Sunday. This is well, a good story. You don't remember yeah, the story? This no. Is, so this is kind of funny. 
Because this is why you get backstage with Simple Church. You're yeah. getting real. Even I didn't know this story. You do. Once I, I say it, I bet you will. Mm. So Sunday, we were in the bar. This is when we were meeting in the bar, which is another beautiful, classic illustration of Simple Church. I'll tell that story in a minute, too, because this is another behind the scene being different. But we're going to have a Super Bowl party Saturday, Sunday night. So we've had church the morning. We have Super Bowl party Sunday night. We're telling everybody to come in. We're setting up for the Super Bowl party. Say it's the game kicks off at 530, so it's probably 430. And me and Teague Lampkin, I'm throwing him under the bus, we're out there setting up the signs. And this girl is walking up the stairs, and she has a trench coat on but a bikini. I mean, and just for the record, I mean, it was not not attractive. I mean, she did okay in this. I mean, hey, I ain't blind. I'm just saying that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just telling you, she's walking up. And so Teague, who's single, I'm already like, what is going on? There's, there's, what is, what's happening? Because she's smiling and she's walking up. And she goes, is this where the Super Bowl party is? And Teague was like, yes, man. <laughs> Amen. Come on in. He's single. He's excited. You know, he's, uh, he's like, good Lord. I knew I loved Simple Church. He literally is just like, come on in. <laughs> And then I'm still trying to wrap my head around, like, why does she have a bikini on in this trench coat? Because, you know, the Super Bowl's in February every year. It's always the same thing because it's kind of cold out, but she's bikini. Walk around the boardwalk. Yeah, it's a boardwalk. Like, what is going on? Well, then when she gets closer and she talks, she begins to figure out she'll see a simple church sign or she'll see whatever it was. She goes, oh, I'm looking for the 98 Rock Super Bowl party. They had a bikini contest at their Super Bowl party. I was like, oh, I think that's downstairs. And T's like, dadgummit, you know what I'm saying? Like, But I laugh that even with the signs and the church and everything, she wasn't like, oh, my God, I can't do this. And there was nobody there other than me and Teague that saw her or whatever. But we kind of joke is like, we don't care what you wear as long as you wear somewhere. Obviously, she didn't come to us in that, you know, in her outfit. But I thought, I love the fact that even back then, we were where 98 Rocks is having a party. So that, that Simple Church and 98 Rocks are like side by side and they're not sure who's what. That's a win to me because I want to welcome them and thank them and try to have a positive influence on them. And she didn't feel embarrassed or like, oh, my God. She was like, oh, okay, thanks. I'll go downstairs, you know, because they were downstairs at that. I think then the it was like Fat Daddy like yeah, yeah, or it was something. A yeah, whatever. I remember when we were upstairs. But I only say that. We'll go on the bar thing. Speaking of different, this is another thing. Theater was full, couldn't get any seats. There's a lot of stories on that, how complicated and difficult that was. But – not knowing what to do, I walk in the boardwalk, and they had the fat daddies, and then they had a bar upstairs. Uh, and so I was like, well, maybe they could let us use space because they were closed on Sundays because the upstairs did not serve food. Downstairs was open, but upstairs, because they didn't serve food, they couldn't be open on Sundays at the time. That was the law for whatever. So I knocked on the door. It's like, hey, man, the guy comes to the door, and he's like, can I help you? I say, man, we're at the Simple Church. We're meeting in the theater, yada, yada, yada. You know, can we possibly rent your building? You know, and to say that the guy was um, confused, you know, he just kind of looks at me and he said, are you serious? I'm like, yes, sir. I'm dead serious. We're trying to figure it out. We don't know what to do. And so he turns around, walks out and leaves me standing at the door. So I'm still just like, I guess that didn't go well. And he said, no, I'll be back. So I don't know if he's going to get another manager or if he's going to, I don't know what he's going to do. That joker comes back 
and hands me the keys and says, if you're crazy enough to ask, I'm crazy enough to let you use it. And that's how we got into the bar. That is how the service started at the bar. Now, I say that because I would like to now shift your focus back to the church that I grew up in, that we grew up in. And I'm talking about the big C, not a particular church. Most of the time in the churches that I was a part of from the time I was young till all the way through ministry, we were judgmental at what people weared, but weird. That's horrible. That's <laughs> like Southwood. That. Judge people. We would judge people based on what they wore. We would never open our doors to someone that we might not fully agree with or that we weren't sure how that was going to go. We would come up with excuses why to keep them out. It didn't matter if it was whoever. Like, hey, man, somebody wants to use this room for a baby shower to a, you know, event. We're like, hey, we don't want to do that. I mean, they're going to mess up the carpet or they're going to mess up the floor. Or they're going to. And here is the world saying, dude, come on in. Whatever I can do to serve you, however I can help you. So I go back and go, we got something wrong in here. So in 14 years, we are very involved with, I try to be, the world. I want them to know that we love them, that we care about them. And this particular time in the pandemic, that's why it matters. So if you're a Christian who left the church because we didn't, quote, do something, whatever, I get it. And I'm really more worried about the world than I am you. Because you, at some point in your journey with Christ, should have enough maturity to go, you know what, it really isn't about me. And if I can have a positive influence on someone that doesn't go to church or someone that has lost someone or someone that's serving in a hospital every day risking their life for us, I need to be sensitive to that. And if not just sensitive, I need to now take action on that. So that's why you're feeding people in the hospital. That's why you're, uh, you know, putting up some uh, guidelines for when you're going to meet. All of those things are beyond us. It's like, come on, man, we got to be smarter, wiser, and care more than just, well, this is hard. I mean, well, yeah, it is hard. It does kind of stink. but And eventually, I think it will be gone, and I, maybe sooner rather than later. But I thought about it uh, a couple of nights ago, five years from now, I would like to know that we did the right thing, not thought, man, we missed that one, you know, because we missed a lot. I don't want to miss this one, so. Absolutely. Look, that's just deep nothing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will, but I will say, though, in my personal opinion, once again, this is my personal opinion, does not express the views and thoughts of Simple <laughs> Oh, truth. Lord, then why are you saying it? <laughs> well, no, I just think, I think now, going back to a point you made earlier about bringing people back to church, mm -hmm. I think experiences are what's going to do it because I think most people are only going to come once a month. I, the, you know, there's data that shows that. And then number two, I think the other issue is, is like going back to what you said, I think it's just comfortable. Where would you rather be at church? Do you have to get up, get dressed, drag everybody down, or oh, yeah, you sure. sit in your living room? So that was the only two points that I had, but they're kind of... Well, I mean, not, I mean, to tag along that we don't really know the one yeah. thing that i can tell you that the experience you'll have this easter will be unlike any other church in the area that's true so i i've and can pride well it takes I, pride is a weird word but i really do am thankful for the creativity that the simple church has been able to um live out in and and enjoy in 14 years from rolling the century link to 
Stranger Things videos and I mean that's it, it is an experience. It is something no one else is going to do. Bashing or a car at Super Bowl. Yeah, like I mean <laughs> Back 90, to the Future. 90s, still my favorite. Yeah, Back to the Future, DeLorean, nineties party. Those experiences I believe are true. So when everybody's still freaking out and they're running back to and here's one other theory, and this is pure theory. But in the middle of the pandemic and all of this has gone on, it is true. People have left the simple church. So if you're going, well, y'all still have everybody. No, there's a lot of people that have gone other places. There's a lot of reasons, I think. Number one, we didn't open, so they're like going, y'all are chickens. What? I'm going to go find them. Number one, no, we're not chicken. We were trying to be wise and smart and uh, love our neighbor. The, yeah, love yeah. our neighbor. So, But I understand Protect that. Protect your neighbor. But I would even go back to say, People also ran back to what they knew or something that was familiar, like, oh, my God, give me something. Now, we also believe that once you got back there, and some of them are like, mm, this is not what I remembered it being. <laughs> I'm not sure I really like this because it hasn't really changed their methods in some ways over years. So in the Simple Church, that's what made us unique when we launched 14 years ago. We are not saying that those methods are bad or wrong. Absolutely not. We grew up with them, too. We're just saying we wanted something different. So that means everything from shorter messages to more fun to more laughter to using media to having an experience, whether that is something to do in the room like we're going to do with the Lego blocks this year to help, you know, remember loved ones that have passed, whether that's from cancer or COVID or, you know, old age. It doesn't matter. It's like we're going to try to build a memorial wall that will, but the main purpose is celebrating and remembering that person's life but then raising money to help other people rebuild their lives because that's what we do. That's who we are. So we've done that in other ways, but this year it'll be for local communities like Steve Gomez in Charlotte. You know, he's been battling sickness, not COVID. He's just been sick. He was yes. in the hospital, and one then Daniel's going, man, we need to build this ramp. We need to get this ramp. Well, they're trying to rebuild their lives as they're transitioning from the hospital and coming home. Well, the church should be there to fix that. One, thank God we did, and they'll see that this video, uh, the, on the video this weekend. And she, they're just one example. There's another nurse that sent me an email and said, man, can you help me and my family build a ramp? I want to help everybody. The only way we can, though, is when people give and people volunteer and people go, man, I want to be a part of that. We're going to help Lighthouse. We've talked about, I've gone down and helped kids that are battling cancer, and we did a summer camp with them down in Destin or whatever. Not a bad place to serve, by the way. Uh, but those people are in the middle of the darkest time of their life. It has nothing to do with the pandemic. This was prior to the pandemic. We as Christians should be there to love on them and to help them and to walk with them through that, not ignore it, but how do we do that? Well, Lighthouse helps us do that. So then we, through the pandemic, partnered with Lighthouse and delivered all those gifts to all those kids in Dallas that come and going through the cancer unit and all those things. Well, that's another thing, to help them rebuild. And then Lebanon, which we're going at the end of April, um, you know, Syria, seen on the news, everybody's like, you know, well, man, they're bombing over there. Well, yeah, I mean, they are. I mean, but that's the thing is there's still a quarter of a million to half a million people running for their lives and trying to survive and that Christians, Heart for Lebanon, James and them, are willing to go in and try to serve them and love them and bring Christ to them. I'm for that. So if you think that I'm scared, come on, man. Dude, I'm doing everything I can from Juarez, the deadliest city in the world, to Honduras. You're never supposed to go there. We've been unscared. <laughs> Is that even a word? Not scared, Unafraid. probably. Unafraid. I like there unscared. Yeah. There we go. It ain't about fear. 
Uh, it's actually about trying to make the wisest decisions and work with the groups that we can to make the biggest difference while we can. And sometimes that's not comfortable or popular, and we understand that, but we're all good with it. We, we're, we're trusting that God's going to continue to bless us like he has in the past. Tune in this week's message. Well, they're listening to this, that. so it'll be last week's message. Oh, it'll yeah. be last week's That's message. That's right. So I'm go sorry. back and you I'm can old. watch on demand sorry. right now. That's all right. Mm. Yeah, you can go watch. It's uh, different week two. Build, like buildings and budgets. Ooh. Ooh. It's like nickels and noses, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got one for you. All right. This week, well, you've already heard it, but they would have already heard it. It's booties, buildings, and budgets. The three Bs. <laughs> booties. <laughs> Booty. It's what they count. How many buildings you got? How many people are in there? How much money do you have? Those are the traditional church values. Success. So, you know, how many booties you got in there? <laughs> now, back in the day, it was nickels and noses, but the truth is, is now it's kind of gone into buildings as well. Yeah. It's like, you know, what have you built? What is it? And I've, I've been a part of that. I mean, I've built some beautiful buildings, uh, not in Simple Church, but... And I'm very thankful that I got to be a part of that. But that's the thing is, like, we intentionally are different. That's what the series is about. Why are we different? You can go listen to the message, and you'll get the rest on that. But Another cool thing about Heart for Lebanon is we're going to have James on next week's podcast. Yes. So he'll oh, be talking yeah. with Robin on about what Zoom. they're doing. Yeah. It's zooming in. Yeah. It, I'm just telling you. he's and, and we've worked with them, and his wife does Lighthouse. She's the one that works with the cancer kids and um, uh, families that are battling cancer and and. That's the thing is it's easy to get self-absorbed in your own issues. Uh, and I think the beautiful thing about following Jesus is he's always calling you to get out of yourself, to die to yourself. And I think the reason that works so well, and I can only speak from my personal experience, the more I do that, the better I feel, but also um, the more fulfilled I am, not just in a physical feeling, but the fulfillment side of it. So if we're in Juarez or Honder, you've been, Scott. I mean, you cried like a big, <laughs> fat baby. I did, in Honduras. Over giving people water. It, the Honduras is still the most powerful mission trip I've ever been on. And you were in the most deadliest place in the world. Yeah. And, and Juarez is one of my favorite places. And it's places. the second or first most yeah. deadliest place in the Which, world. And and I am a legend in both places. So You're a legend that. in your own mind. There is no <laughs> doubt about that. I'm not really a legend there. But no, no, I, that's I, it's not comfortable. I mean, Honduras was pretty, you know, I mean... Come on, man. That You're was on the nice. beach. Be quiet. But still, though, there is some fear going into that, but what you get back in return is unmeasurable. I came to give you water, and you gave me life. Yeah, that's pretty much how we, and, and, and it's if not. You, if I, a great regret in life is I that am, I was not there to visually experience that. So thankful he was not there. Because it would have brought me joy at another level when Scott gets him. I the it's main like vowels, it's like sounds <laughs> inaudible. When you cry oh, so much. Snot coming uh, out of my nose. Hey, I mean, and they don't speak English. No. So all they heard was. They, I had a translator too. Who and that translator struggling. just stared at you. <laughs> the and best then, part was. Agua. As I see out of the corner of my eye is Putt and Sarah. Yeah. And they had to turn around and walk back away because they were laughing so hard. Because when I got up there. You had I, something in your mind. You I was like, say. well, not really. I was like, well, 
because I thought it was, you know, I don't want to speak. I didn't want to speak to begin with, but they're like, come on, you got to speak. Scott, Scott. Yeah. The whole peer the, pressure. The Honduran crowd started chanting. No, not the Honduran crowd. <laughs> not the Honduran crowd. Scott, No, no. Scott. The, our crowd, our group of oh, folks. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, like, not all the Hondurans. They sure don't know they who I am. Come on. Yeah, they don't. But uh, yeah. So when I got up there, I was like, I'll just say something. And then I saw little kids with no shoes on, covered in dirt, and it just hit me. I, uh, Turned into a San- Sandy Patty commercial. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy Patty, Patty. You know, that only makes sense. Yeah, Sarah Patty. McLaughlin. Sarah no, no, no. Before Sarah oh. McLaughlin, Sandy Patty used to do the commercials for the African, if you donate. I don't uh, believe that. Look it up. Googit. 70% of true, Scott. <laughs> it might be. There might, is there a 30% chance it's true? There's a chance. No, 30% He's looking chance. it up right now. He can't help it. Oh, That's man. fine. That's right. So Easter, we're coming. Well, I, yeah, well it, I, I mean, it, the reason I say all that is it gives you an idea. Obviously, we've talked about You've hopefully listened and heard some of the other stuff. Other things, right. Helps you to understand the why. You're like, why are we doing this? Or why are we putting those protocols in place? And why are we different in the way that we do the Legos? And why are we having the mask? And why are we still putting all those things out there? That's because at this time, too, it looks like it's getting a little bit better. Numbers are lower. It's a good time to try to reopen and do it safely. And then hopefully, as we talked about last week and last night, you still have emotional distress, uh, psychological distress, and spiritual distress. So we've had physical issues, but in those other three, hopefully people begin to listen and watch and come back and get get going back in the right direction when it comes to those issues as well. So it's important to gather because you can do that when you can do it safely and when they think you can do it safely. And Rebecca and them down at the um, Brookshire's Grocery Arena, they're pumped. I mean, they're excited that we're going to be the first large event in the area. I mean, this is backed again from the world's perspective. So forget the church side of things. When you talk the Bozier Grocery Arena and all of their staff, and uh, you got to remember concerts, it's been over a year. So this is the first largest event that they've been able to do. They've had some cheerleading events that have been small, but this will be a big one. And it doesn't matter now what big means. I've already said some things that I don't know that I can live up to, but <laughs> over a thousand people probably. Lord it's a willing. safe bet, Lord willing. Eight hundred and sixty tickets claimed right now. Well, wow, yeah, we'll see. So you can get your tickets still, and I'm going to put it in the show notes. So if you're listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube, you can get the link right now, and it can show you how to volunteer, how to get the service. All of that's right there. Just go click over. All right, and so do let's that. go through tickets. Yes. All right. I mean, we've I've given them good back. This is backstage. You don't Evan. get this anywhere else. No, I mean, no. this is like us sitting in the office talking about it. So. As far as tickets, the reason, there's a couple of reasons. We talked about this on the Facebook Live and in the message, but for the podcast audience, we got to know how many people are coming to what hour so that we can make sure we're prepared from donuts to drinks to seating to child care to eggs on the grass, all of that. So we're not holding you to, it's a free ticket. You don't have to have your ticket. It just gives us an idea of like you're reserving your spot, knowing that you're going to come to this one location Saturday night or Sunday. And we make sure that that crowd is split because if we did it at one time, we have had 10,000 people come to Easter. We averaged six to 7,000, and we've been even 8,000 in recent years. So we don't know how many are coming during a pandemic. And as they're coming back, what that looks like, it might be 1,000 people. We, we joke. 
but we don't know. We can't control that. You control that. The listeners saying, hey, I'm comfortable. I'm not comfortable. I'm inviting my friends. I'm not inviting my friends. But we want to give you that piece of when you decide to come with us, we know it's different out there. And we're not ignoring that, and we're trying to put all the protocols in place to make sure you and your family are safe, whether that's you and your grandparents or you and your children or you and your spouse or you and your friends. These things are in place just to keep you safe. The other side of that is you will get a email on that morning uh, that gives you the health survey. People are saying, what is the health survey? It is, once again, a tool that is designed to remind you, if you're not feeling good, Stay home and watch, but it's just a tool. So when you're walking up, they're going to say, hey, do you have your health survey? Do you?" Because it's basically saying I got my ticket and I do know what I'm doing. And you show it through your phone, you wave and say yes, and they go, have a great day. We did it for the FX Live this past week, and it was relatively easy. We even made some changes from them. We were going to put a sticker on to everybody. We are like, man, that took too much time. We're simplifying, and that's why – the next four weeks as we're leading up to Easter, we've been doing all these little experiments and trying, getting our leaders back in place, volunteers trying different things. So that gives you a little bit of an insight on why we're doing that. But we got to know. So get your tickets now, uh, even if it's Saturday or Sunday. That's um, right. And if you haven't looked yet, a Saturday night service and a Sunday morning. You got Saturday all the kids Saturday night, activities. 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, kid activities are before the service, 4.30 to 6.00. Uh, and then on Sunday, it's an 11 o'clock service, so like 9.30 to 11. Now, the reason I'm saying that, because next, well, I don't know which week this will be, but we're going to talk about with the children's stuff. Don't rush through. Like, that's why we're giving you an hour and a half before the service. It will not be available after the service because we want you to be able to go eat with your mom and get out of there and go do what you need to do, even on a Saturday night. Uh, this you're, you're free to go on out there, and it'll be dark outside. That would be the other reason. By the time then, it'll be getting dark. We want to be able to tear down and get ready for the next day and clean everything up and have them ready for the Sunday service on after the Saturday night. But once you get there, don't rush through that. Come and spend some time with your family and enjoy that before in a safe way. we got ice cream. They're going to wipe down all the infl- – I mean, they're not bounce houses, but we have inflatable games that you can play with your kids. Axe throwing, basketball. Yep. Uh, they got all the, the you know things that we've done in the past. The Easter Bunny, we got connections. He's going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take your we picture. know some bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Free Easter bunny picture is worth it right there because it's expensive yeah. if you try to find a place to go. How take much it. is it? It's like 40 bucks at the mall. $40 for an Easter ago. picture? Like two pictures. You don't oh even get to keep the digital. Gosh. We tried to go a couple That's, years ago. That is. So get a free ridiculous. picture with us. I mean, just because we know somebody. <laughs> Gotta get that in there. Gotta again. know somebody. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Somebody like you. Oh. Sorry. Boy, you got him fired up. Yeah, you got to get the mix. That's right. Yeah. So that's on Saturday and Sunday. You can choose either one. Just get that ticket. Let us know. And then just real quick, let's plug about volunteering because if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably in more than most people. You better have already volunteer. signed up is what we'd say at this point. <laughs> but we will have, find you. But if not, it is as simple as download. If not. Uh, why all of a sudden did you turn into a Because you went, you said, if a not. You got really loud in my ear. Sorry, sorry, but it was like Italian. If a not, if a not signed up. <laughs> sorry. How many voices do you have? A lot. Give me two. <laughs> well, I, my most famous one would be the English. Okay. That's the one I do probably best. I meant particularly new. New? We know you do English. We did well, the COVID up. do a pretty good uh, Indian accent, I think. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, it's one pretty more. good. And then uh, hold on, I, I went back to English on that one. Yep. But one more. Uh, 
Golly, I'm trying to think of one that would New be... Zealand? I do do New Zealander. That's, uh, there's a leopard right there. Look at that leopard. What is a leopard? It's a le- leopard. There's a leopard. It's got spots on oh, it. Oh, leopard? Yeah, leopard. Got that from a video on YouTube. Guy said, look over there, there's a leopard. Okay, that's yeah. all I need to know. That's entertainment worth. Download the app so that you can go to the volunteer section. You can click on there. You'll see it, volunteer. It will walk you through all the areas that you can volunteer in, including being a voiceover guy. I think that's all. <laughs> yes. It's the Scott's it's, voiceover yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. On Scott's the voiceover. voiceover. It's yeah. very small. But yeah. we counted yesterday. I think there's 17 different ways that you can serve on Easter that we need your help. There's 17 different ways you can serve with the Simple Church. New stuff like the looking at the health survey forms that we've yep. never had those before. So if you've found the podcast, you haven't come in person yet, that's a great way to get yeah. plugged in and yeah. meet somebody. somebody all you have to, to do is download the app. Go get your tickets, sign up to volunteer. You can even be in church this weekend while we're at Municipal. Before, if you want to see Elvis's building, you only got a couple more weeks. This yep. is municipal it. Municipal is very cool. That's right. It's this yeah. Sunday and then one more Sunday That's after it. that. Wow. That will be Municipal and then it's yep. Easter. And yeah. then we're going to have, real quick on volunteering, there's going to be a Thursday night meeting before Good Friday where we actually set up. Did I wake you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that burst of energy <laughs> warm out. Sorry. Night. Yeah, all your voice. If you could please watch the YouTube at that point. <laughs> I think I know what clip we're going to pull now. <laughs> I don't know if you have ever seen Scott's mouth that large. <laughs> Sorry, it just hit me. You look like a Pez dispenser, man. <laughs> I mean, it literally just peeled your head Open back. Like it just hit me. <laughs> I don't think I made a noise. It was like a Pez dispenser, man. I just looked oh. over and it was a whole lot of. That's, right. That's the first time I yawned though the whole time. Hey, Amen. Uh, yeah, it's, it's nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, don't worry about it's that. Ten thirty now. now. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, That's right. I don't even remember what I was saying. Talking about volunteering, getting plugged in, connected. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Oh no, the Thursday night meeting. Yes. Oh, yeah. April first. Yeah, April first. So what we're going to do is we need your help to set up and go ahead and get things in place because we're trying to give the. Uh, Brookshire Grocery Arena employees for Good Friday off. Yes. So we're going to try to set everything up on Thursday night. We're going to have communion. We'll give oh, you your T-shirt. Neat. Uh, so that you have your T-shirt because we always have a Simple Church T-shirt Easter. That's the other reason we need you to sign up. We need to know how many shirts and what size and all that so you can pick it up on that night. So yes. sign up to volunteer. And if you sign up to volunteer, you actually don't have to get a separate ticket. That's it. So yeah. you just go hit the volunteer. It's all in one place and we'll give you your ticket. Well, I was going back service. to municipal. Yes. But if like, you want to come yes, yes. So I mean, it's like for if, Easter. If my, if my 65-year-old parents can figure it out who are technology challenged, Amen. Can figure it out. Are they coming to Easter with us? They are coming to Easter with us. Wow. Yeah. Go Don and Paula. That's Woo. it, man. And we just want to say thank you to Don and Paula. Number one, for bringing us the joy of our life as Scott. <laughs> okay. And Thanks. then number two, for supporting us because they've yes. been good supporters. They're, they we have. love them. We're very thankful. Yeah. Only because of me. Yes. You're that's probably right. <laughs> You're the you. gift that keeps on giving, Clark. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. I think that's yeah. enough. Well, I think that's plenty. <laughs> I yeah. think we've had it's a good time. It's getting hot in here now, too. It's a little warm. It's yeah. getting hot in here. That's all you need to do. You need to have tracks on. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. oh, there we oh. go. We had music at one point. By the way, I would like to promo. Promo? That's promo. The Look at this right here, Jordan. This is for you. I wore this today, knowing that you'd be here. The Hirsch. Look, the Hirsch, Van Halen's practice room. Which, by the you way. You can get this at the Do Good store. Oh, but shop the reason online? Why, yeah, shop online. But the reason we did this is because... We're working on creating a little, another little line a little in the Dugan store. Yeah, no, it's called It Happened Here. Mm. So it's like, 
that whether it's music events like the municipal, we have one that's sold out already. Municipal shirts have sold out because we're there, and we're not meeting at the Hearst. But these are iconic buildings, all right? So for you, Scott, younger Stunkster, can I give you one last little bit of yes. information on this? Yes. Because when Eddie Van Halen died recently, you know, that, that was a sad moment that in, was. Our, in our world. But Valerie Bertinelli from here, but before they would go on tour, they would use the Hearst to practice and get their show ready before they went on world tours. Why'd they pick here? Because she was from here. So she had a connection. So she, yeah, she lived, here. lived here. I mean, so her family lived here. So yeah, all of Van Halen would come here. They would set Gosh. up in the Hearst because Hearst was also notorious for horrible sound. And they would go, look, if we can make it sound good here and we can work on it, we can set it all up, we can practice. And their Sammy Hagar version of Van Halen, the first part, place they ever played live together was the Hearst Coliseum. And so that's just so you know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you trivia in and the backstage. I would have sent you the text, but I know you don't look at your text messages. <laughs> but on, on tour. But I when was, do you start your comedy tour, Scott? Hopefully next year. But uh, <laughs> but just to go along with that, mm-hmm. I was on Pinterest because I'm a Pinterest now, how do you guy. say that? Pinterest. Okay. Yeah, I said it wrong the first time. That's okay. I just yeah. rewind. Yeah. I'm making sure. But Pinterest I actually thing? came across a picture of them backstage at the Hirsch of that Ooh, concert. I'd love in to have that. color. Yeah, and if you look online, you can do a little research. It's kind of funny. Is Valerie Bertinelli's brother and Eddie had on a Captain Shreve Gators t-shirt at some of their concerts. Really? Yeah, because they were from here and they kind of... So it's just kind of funny when you see the Shreveport connection to... Yeah. I mean, they're a pretty, pretty big band at the time. So. Yeah. And as many would say, world-renowned guitarist. Mm. World, yeah. I mean, when uh, the Smithsonian Institute asked you to come in and sit down and talk about how you recreated the guitar and a way to play it, you probably are doing something. Which, by the way, that's on YouTube, and it's if you did I get you to watch it? If you like music and you enjoy it, it's really great. Yeah, he explains like what he did. He created some things that had never been created before Hmm. from any other human. So in the Smithsonian, they're going, no one had ever done what Eddie Van Halen had done. Yeah. And so they were like, and he's an immigrant. Yeah. Glad we didn't keep him out. Yeah. <laughs> That's an extra. <laughs> Threw that in there Ooh. at the end. Hey, I'm just saying that, uh, hey, I, I would have been a sad 80s for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Changed history. Yeah. But it's pretty cool to know that he really was an immigrant. They were very poor, came through a lot of hard times. And his first guitar, which why are we going to Dave Van But it's kind of fun. But he actually could not afford a guitar. So there was a manufacturing shop in his area because he actually played drums first, but his brother played guitar. But he went to the boneyard or the garbage dump and would make parts out of the garbage dump for his first guitar. Hmm. And it's just kind of fascinating to go like when you talk about when you don't have anything, poverty and being innovative and his family didn't have any money when they were coming through. He was just committed to figuring that out. So it's just kind of a cool – Smithsonian talks yeah. about all that. Though. That's in that interview of like, yeah. well, how did this happen? And and they're talking about the Americans that we love and appreciate, the journey that they went on to get there. And he really was pretty fascinating. I think they came from uh, uh, Holland. Yes, Holland. Yeah, They're from Holland, Dutch. Did not know that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and stuff that he created when he was 16 years old – is still on guitars today because he changed the industry. Yeah, at 16 years old as a teenager, yeah. created things. Dipping that, things in wax and trying to figure out sounds. and 
matter of fact, some of the guitar manufacturing, as he's saying, it changed the way they would be manufactured. And a 16-year-old immigrant in poverty made that happen, yep. which is pretty fascinating. On his kitchen stove. Yeah, and he said, he said, you don't know how many things I messed up before I got it right, yeah. you know, and I'm thinking, that's pretty cool. That's the Henry, Vo- Henry Ford stuff. Absolutely. You know, that's the, you know. Innovation. Innovation. And I like we it. end it on innovation. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. <laughs> Please tune in again next time as we talk about. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, talking so with about the kids. James and Lebanon and yeah, Robert. I bet about James, the will, James oh, will listen to this right. podcast and go, what was he talking about? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll bring up Betty Van Halen, too. Hey, Maybe. This is why you listen, though. Yeah. This is how ADD, access. You know, ADD yeah. happens with Pastor Justice. Yes. Imagine going on a tour around the world, how my mind goes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and on that note, that's it. Thanks for being y'all. here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. You got to give him the peace. Oh, yeah. Till next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you want to get more information about Easter, if you would like to know how to volunteer or find out stuff about Eddie Van Halen, you can go in the show notes or look at the link on YouTube. We've got all the links there for you to make it easy as possible. Get a ticket to come this Easter, sign up to volunteer with us, and watch an interview with Eddie Van Halen. So it's all right there. Make sure you check it out. And don't miss next week's episode of Backstage with the Simple Church. Subscribe today. Hit that button so you don't miss one. And we'll see you next week.